Welcome to Victorious Living. Casting down imaginations and every high thing, every exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, there in itself is the necessity of knowing what God has said. And how do we know what God has said first and foremost? Right at the head of the list is His written word. What God says in His written word word. So if we leave the word of the Lord off and do not fill our mind with the word, Satan will fill our mind with thoughts that produce imaginations. Well, God doesn't love me. God doesn't care. I can't get a hold of God. God doesn't hear me when I pray. That's the devil filling a person's mind with his thoughts. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two of his series, Putting Satan in His Place. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, Putting Satan in His Place. I want to pick up this morning where I left off last week, talking about putting Satan in his place. Now here is the truth of the matter. If we don't put Satan in his place, he will seek to put his place in your place or in you. But we have been given the right, we have been given the anointing, we have been been given the instruction and the direction that we are to put the devil in his place and that we are to keep the devil in his place. And we know this, uh, scriptures that we've known so often through the years, we know Satan's intent, we know his purpose. He came to Adam in the Garden of Eden, but his purpose was to steal, to kill and to destroy. That was his purpose. Satan doesn't like you. He doesn't like us. And he came to steal and kill. He was actually trying to get to God. He couldn't get to God, so he got to God's creation. And so he's still endeavoring or attempting to do that today where God's people are concerned. And you know, the the book of Ephesians tells us this, that we are not to be blinded. We're not to be in the darkness concerning the wiles of the devil. And so the devil is a deceiver. He's deceptive. He, He has certain ways that he uses to get to us. And sometimes people are not even aware of those ways because it's not like he just blows in, but little by little, he seeks to do his purpose, to steal, kill. He can steal your joy. He can steal your happiness. He can steal your surroundings. He can steal whatever, but he wants to get you to let Jesus go, let the Spirit of God go from your your life. So to put the devil in his place, we must use the things that God has given us. If we don't do that, then Satan doesn't move. And I think I said this last last week, 
Satan is not moved by how loud you pray or how quiet you pray. You pray the way you want to pray, but it is faith that moves God in however you are expressing yourself. It, it is faith that moves the hand of God. So, you know, we shout to God with a voice of triumph. We elevate our voice. Uh, we elevate our, uh, our praises and the sound of our praises. So to put the devil in his place, we must use the things that God has made available to us. And those things are found in his word. Uh, they are listed in his word how we go about putting, this, putting Satan in his place, putting the devil in his place. And so uh, we, we started off here in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and I want to just briefly uh, read that again to you this morning. The devil's place is under our feet. The devil's place is under our feet because that's where Jesus put him. And then gave us the authority to keep him there. Gave us the power to uh, keep the devil under our feet as well. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verses three through five. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now here, when it talks about the wiles of the devil, that's the deceptive trickery of the devil. And I think I said this and uh, something that you knew, Satan doesn't always come, come at us with a pitchfork or with horns. He doesn't do that. He's subtle. He works very, very subtly underneath. Sometimes it is easy to miss hay. Satan's, Satan's got something going on here against me. And so he said, we, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now these strongholds often are certain opinions and certain attitudes that people carry those things get into the mind, get into, into the soul and lodge there unless we get them out or keep them out. And so to uh, pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, you know, imaginations is nothing more than pictures in your mind that is seeking to get into your words. And so we've got to keep him out of our mind and we have to keep him out of our words. We have to keep God in our mind and we have to keep God in our words. And so he said uh, uh, here, cast it, verse five, casting down imaginations. Imaginations are things that are produced by your thoughts. We, the, the images, the imagery or the imaginations began to originate in your mind, how you see things. And so casting down imaginations and every high thing, every exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, 
there in itself is the necessity of knowing what God has said. And how do we know what God has said first and foremost? And right at the head of the list is his written word. What God says in his written word. So if we leave the word of the Lord off and do not fill our mind with the word, Satan will fill our mind with thoughts that produce imaginations. Well, God doesn't love me. God doesn't care. I can't get a hold of God. God doesn't hear me when I pray. That's the devil filling a person's mind with his thoughts. And he wants you to say that. He wants you to get those words into your mouth and say, say that. And so casting down imaginations that are produced by thoughts and every high thing, exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God found in the word of God and bring into captivity, capture every thought to the obedience. How do we capture it? We capture it by being obedient to God's word. When you're obedient to God's word, you are capturing Satan. You're capturing thoughts that he will bring to you, imaginations that he will bring. We are capturing that because we have captured the word of God in our thoughts and in our mouth, in our praises and so forth. And so the warfare that a Christian encounters is not just with the devil, although that, that's, that's primarily where the starting point are demonic spirits, but with our own flesh, with the desires of our flesh, with the desires of our carnal part, the, uh, the carnal part of us, which is our bodies, then uh, the warfare that a Christian encounters is not just with the devil or demonic spirits, but with our flesh and our soul as well. The weapons that we have been given are for the purpose of conquering and winning against Satan as well as against our minds and our flesh. So if we believe that we can have what we say, whosoever shall say, Jesus said Mark 11, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe those things which he saith, he shall have what he saith or what he says or what he says or said. And so we can see then how important our thoughts and how important our words are when we launch the attack against the devil. We do it with the word of God. We don't do it because we feel it. We do it because we believe it. And so we can have all kinds of different feelings and emotions in our physical bodies, and uh, we will have. But we do, not, we do not defeat the devil with our feelings, and we don't cause God to move because of our feelings. We, we keep the devil in his place with the word of God, and we put God in remembrance of his word when we fill our mouth with it and quote it back to him. And God said, put me in remembrance. Amen. So let's look at a few things here this morning uh, about putting Satan in his place. And every thought you have doesn't mean that you're demon possessed. Every feeling you have does not mean you are demon possessed. 
And so I say that because, you know, in the years gone by, I have seen people will follow that line of thinking. If you have a wrong feeling, you must be possessed of the devil. That's a lie. It's not true. All right, let's go. Let's go to first Peter chapter five and verses six through eight. We're talking about putting uh, Satan in his place and how that we do that. First Peter five, six, uh, six, eight, verses six through eight, humble yourselves. Now let me, you know, I'll, I don't know how far I get, but I'll get as far as I get. That makes sense. Huh? But uh, humbling yourself is not done by a feeling. It's done by an action where we submit ourselves to the word of God to be a doer of it. That's where you and how you humble yourself. And so I say that because I don't know that any of you would think that here today, but, but, but I, I, I have a reason to believe perhaps there might be that humility is not because you cry. Humility is not because of what you feel. It's not because of what you don't feel. Humility is submission. Submission to God's word. So whatever God's word instructs you to do. It's our hope that today's message, the process of walking in victory, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer 23. Today's offer number is 23. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.